In this extended episode, we dive into the world of selling t-shirts on Amazon. The merch program on Amazon is really growing, and it could be an exciting add-on income stream once you learn the basics. Amazon is quickly becoming the largest seller of t-shirts online, and they're inviting creative people like you to submit designs and share in the profits when sales are made. Interested? Stick around. We're going to have fun with this topic. Hey, thanks, Sam. That's right. It's time for Silent Sales Machine Radio again. I'm your host, Jim Cockrum. We've got a cool show today. A guy that I go way back with, Mr. Chris Green, is here with us. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing great, Jim. How are you? Doing great, man. We got caught up a little bit before we started chatting and recording here. We've got a lot of great ground to cover, man. You and I could talk about this stuff all day. I, I wish we'd hit the record button about 20 minutes ago, but we'll start here. And let me tell you right now, listener, if you're not into merch yet... That's the t-shirts on Amazon, the custom printed stuff. You know, Chris is going to fill us in on that, man. He's been killing it with that arena, but he's been around the online selling and selling on Amazon. He's created apps for Amazon sellers. He's built a community. He's got best selling books. And I, I've even heard rumors that you're the guy that invented the phrase arbitrage, right? <laughs> like, like, I'm not sure. Like, fill, fill us in on that one, man. I want to hear that one here in a minute too. But Chris has been doing this stuff for a long time. When Proven Amazon course first came out, you were one of the guys in our forums in there just answering the questions of the newbies coming in. And so we've worked together for, man, we got to be coming up on a decade now, just doing fun stuff together. And you're going to be speaking at our event in Orlando, talking on the topic of merch and you know t-shirts and this interesting business model now i've made a few dollars with this model chris but i am light years behind where you are with this you've got an explosive facebook group that people are talking about just this topic we're going to tell people about that we've got a course it's at um make sure i get this right chris provenmerchcourse.com is what we did for that one right do you remember yep provenmerchcourse.com we'll show them everything we're going to show you how to get that course totally free so stick around. We've got a code for you when you go to buy that course. Completely free. Okay? So there's a price tag on it right now. Don't spend any money. We're going to give it to you. No strings attached. We just like helping people figure out how to make money creatively on the internet. So that's my introduction. Thanks for joining us today, listener. Chris is going to kill it. You're going to love this, dude. So Chris, fill in the gaps a little bit, man. Welcome to the show. First time with us and honored you uh, made some time to join us today. This is cool. Oh, this is going to be great. I'm, I'm excited. You guys have been killing it with this this podcast. And there's a, there are a lot of gaps to fill in. And you're right. We go back a decade. It's hard to believe it's been a decade now since uh, we've been working with Amazon and eBay and entrepreneurs. And, you know, and I got my start with eBay real similar to what you did, Jim. And, you know, things evolve and things change. And it's so cool as long as you embrace that change instead of being like, oh, now what's this? Do I need to learn about this? So, like, if you have, like, that positive mindset of, like, oh, something cool, what, what can I learn now? Then this is the business for you because there's selling on eBay and then selling on Amazon and self-publishing books and printing T-shirts on demand with Merch by Amazon. They're all cool. They're all amazing. They're not all for everybody. You know, not everybody's going to be a, a best-selling author selling books. Not everybody's going to be a million-dollar seller using FBA. But I 100% believe, no hedge, that Merch by Amazon is the biggest opportunity for the most people currently. And maybe in the future, I'll change my tune and there will be another one. But I believe more people can find success with Merch by Amazon for several reasons. Because it has no barrier to entry. There is no cost. Accounts are free. And if you don't have one, go to merch.amazon.com. 
amazon.com right now while you're listening to this podcast go there on your phone you know youtube will stream in the background okay sign up <laughs> request an account because they had so much response when they first opened this up and it's only about 18 months old yeah it's young right? yeah for amazon it's, so yeah, it's one of their youngest programs and it moves so fast yeah right like the way it is now compared to the way it is when it came out is, is night and day right and it's hard to believe going back it's like wow i can't believe it used to be that way but it's so similar to like FBA where you think back. I mean, my first FBA shipment was June of 2008, right? Almost 10 years ago. And back then there were no split shipments. There were no oversized fees. There was no long-term storage. There was, there was none of that. It was just much different. And we've watched it change and evolve to what it is today. And I've watched that with Merch by Amazon. And I think because I saw how FBA changed and like how problems were solved. So when people started with merch, they're like, oh, this is messed up. Anybody can upload this or anybody can steal my image. Or, you know, if I upload like this, this is what it looks like. And it's a mess. It's like, yeah, well, yeah, it's new. Give Relax. it time. Give it time. The <laughs> Amazon Amazon has some really smart people working on this stuff, man. And, the smartest. And you, you know, let's contrast just for a moment. You're one of the few guys that I can do this with. You know, you got you and Skip McGrath and a few other guys who have you know we've kind of led during the eBay era and now during the Amazon era. And let's just contrast for just a moment, man. On a scale of one to ten, from a user standpoint as a seller, man. Amazon is so much better than eBay ever was. I mean, oh, I, I remember waking up literally every day and checking to see if I still had an eBay account because <laughs> I heard rumors that some people, some people just vanished or the entire site would go down for 36 hours, right? I mean, it's just like that was the wild west, man. So in comparison, this Amazon stuff, it is solid. They're responsive and they fix problems. They eliminate the bad guys. They, they really are on our side in a lot of ways. Now that, yeah, there's some stuff we got to navigate. There's some challenges there, but it is seller friendly well beyond anything eBay ever was. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, a hundred percent. You know, and with our background with Amazon, I think we may have a better understanding of how Amazon approaches problems where, you know, from the outside, you might say, oh, why doesn't Amazon just hire more intellectual property lawyers to screen the designs? And I'm like, that's not scalable at all. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I know that while that process would work, it's going to cost way too much money. And guess who's going to pay those fees? All right. Like you're going to pay more for your T-shirts. Amazon likes to solve problems with data and algorithms and programming and all those things. So they want to find a way to to stop the bad guys from getting in without having to have a human touch on every single application. Agreed. Because you can imagine how many applications they get when it's like, wait a minute, this is on-demand printing. It costs me nothing. I upload an image, give it a title and a price. And when it sells, Amazon's going to do all the work and send me $7. Yeah. Yeah. That I, I want to do that. You make a great point. Yeah. Anyone and everyone can sign up. And we've seen, they've shut the program off for weeks at a time in the past. Yep. And, and, you know, we were kind of kicking around the, the possible theory. At some point, you might have to pay a nice chunk of change to get into merch. <laughs> or they may just say, you know what? We've got plenty of t-shirt sellers. No more. You know, 100,000 t-shirt sellers is all we need. We don't need any more. You know, that day could come. So the advice you gave early on, and let me just uh, direct the listener to the show notes. Maybe you're jogging right now, working out or driving. You know, don't try to take notes. Just go to silentgym.com slash podcast. We'll have every link we talk about today, including the link to go sign up for merch, which is free, including the discount code to get the course for free, a uh, link to 
Chris's great Facebook group for merch sellers. Um, we got all that stuff for you. Anything else that comes up while, while Chris and I chat. So let's keep it rocking, man. I want to talk to a couple different groups today. One would be someone who's kind of like me. I've got a merch account. We've sold a few shirts. You made, we'll talk about this too at some point. We can't forget. You made some cool shirts for the upcoming event, CES in Orlando in September. You're going to be there speaking. You told me you're going to wear the shirt that you designed and gave to our event. Uh, you're going to wear a different one every day, different color every day. That's so cool. We'll put a link again to that in the show notes too, so people can see what shirt we're talking about. But you know, you got guys like me. Yeah, I've got a merch account. How can I spend a few hours and start making some money there? And then let's talk to the person maybe who doesn't have it at all. Like, what am I going to expect here? As I jump in, I sign up for merch. I wait a week or two weeks or six months. I mean, what's the longest someone has had to wait to get approved? What if, oh, oh, well over a year. I, well over a year. I mean, so sign up now. When's the best time to sell? sign up for merch? A year ago? Right a year ago or right now? Those are the two <laughs> best times. So do that now. Like even while you're watching, like Chris said, if you're watching the cat videos on YouTube tonight, you know, just have another window open and go sign up for merch, right? So let's talk to those two groups first, and then maybe we'll hit a few high-end tips. But my instinct is people listening today, 90% of them fall into one of the two categories I just named. Like, yeah, I got approved for merch, but haven't done much with it. I mean, we've made a thousand bucks maybe with a couple of shirt designs and one of them we turned off because we were a little nervous about copyright infringement and that sort of thing. So maybe we'll talk about that a little bit as well. But I think that sets the table for a good conversation the next half hour or so as, as we dive into this. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. Because I think most people out there are also going to, you know, on top of the way you describe them, they're excited. They want to do something. Maybe they're not like, you know, jumping around. They're, you know, like super like hyper about it, but they want to see some success with it. They realize, wait a minute, this is this is a winner of a program. And I know we, we just kind of jumped in. We know what the, this program is about. But if, if you haven't heard of Merch by Amazon, I want to make sure you guys all understand what it is. This is a on-demand platform currently only for T-shirts, but they're going to have other products like hoodies and hats, but they're going to have things like socks and cell phone cases. But right now it's just t-shirts, but it's not called t-shirts.amazon.com. It's merch.amazon.com. Merch short for merchandise and it's print on demand. You upload your image. So Jim, you got a conference coming up, right? Say you have a thousand people come and they each order three shirts, right? Because they want to wear three different colors for three different days. That's 3000 shirts. Now the old school way would be, you're gonna have to, this is like a full-time job for somebody, would be to like take orders, have these order forms, then go pay to have them made, right? And then distribute them, whether you're going to ship them out or hand them out at the event. Like it's, the amount of labor behind that is in, insane. Or put a link on Amazon and tell people to go buy their shirts. Yeah, put a link on the event website and say, hey, guys, which is what we're going to do. You know, probably yeah. uh, it'll be in the show notes for this podcast. Whether you're coming to the event or not, if you want to be really cool like Chris and wear a different colored uh, CES shirt every day at the event in September, it, you go buy one of each color, man. There you go. I love it. Yeah, and we don't have to guess about demand. I love that. Oh. And people can have it well ahead of time and check them out. The logistics of this, though, are – and this is – I think this drives me nuts when people complain about this because this is so good. The printers that Amazon uses cost half a million dollars. They take three people to run at a time, right? We get to use those for free, right? All we do is upload an image, and you'd be surprised how many best-selling shirts are simple text-based images, right? That's it. It's got a word across the front because people want some ironic T-shirt or whatever. And when someone orders that, Amazon's going to print it and ship it to the customer. They don't even know you're behind the scenes. And on a $20 shirt, you make over $7. You sell 100 shirts in a weekend, you made $700 while you're on the beach, 
while you're you're doing your FBA business, while you're playing with your kids. This is so passive and no no moneyed entry. Like there is, I've told them just like you said, just charge money to keep the the bad guys out, and they really don't want to charge money. They're really trying to find a way where they don't have to charge like a like a pro merchant fee or a professional seller fee for for sellers. They want to keep it free. Which hey, maybe they'll change their mind. <laughs> I would have just charged from the beginning. You know, it, it's that good of a program. But that's why it's such a good opportunity for so many people. And if you're not – well, which one should we talk about first? People that have an account, right, and they they get it. They see that – wait a minute. I see these people posting these screenshots. They're making good money. They're making thousands of dollars a week, not a month, a week. Like I want to do that. Or the guys who are brand new. You know, my instinct is, if I had to guess, I'd say well over half the audience, if not more, are completely new, maybe even hearing about merch for the first time right now. So let's hit them first. And then we'll move on to guys like me who, yeah, I know enough to be dangerous. I've sold a few shirts, but I haven't really made it a big part of my emphasis yet. You know, how can I spend five or 10 hours and ramp this thing up, man? You know, let's hit both audiences, but let's hit them in that order. What do you think? Perfect. Let's give advice for both because it doesn't matter where you are. You, just like you were, you were kind of like, eh, am I cutting it too close on the trademark copyright line right here? So you took it down, right? You were a little nervous. Maybe you didn't have to. Maybe it's a good thing you did, right? Like, like we don't know. But anybody, whether you're new or you've been doing this for a little while, you need to be aware of the trademark and copyright issues. That's the biggest landmine that comes to mind when you talk about merch by Amazon. We want you guys to have success. We don't, this isn't eBay, right? We're like, oh, you mess up and they like just take your listing down or they, they ban your account and you just make another account. This is Amazon style. You mess up, they're going to block you for life. Okay. We don't want, this is not a forgiveness permission kind of thing. We want you guys to do it right from the very beginning. So trademark and copyright are very different. Okay. Trademark uh, represents a source. Copyright will represent a design. Okay, so if you think of trademark, if you see some, it's trademark. You say, "Oh, I I understand. That's a product from Ford. That's a Ford product." Versus a design, the design of a car might be be copyright, or the design, even the design of a logo. And then there's like some overlap, right? Like, well, that's kind of trademark and copyright. Guys, I'm not a lawyer, but I do have a lawyer on call that answers my questions. And I encourage all you guys to be open to just hiring a lawyer. Find someone local, right? Like it is totally worth it. If you have a question that you can't get answered by Google, you can't get answered in a Facebook group or an online forum, be willing to go hire somebody to keep yourself out of trouble because your Merch by Amazon account is very, very valuable, right? It's like your your Amazon account, very, very valuable. You're not going to do anything to mess that up. Your merch account is completely separate from your seller account or your buyer's account, but it as well is very valuable. So protect it. Oh, that's, that's a great point. I love what you just said too, because let's say your merch account got suspended. You don't lose your main Amazon selling account. The two aren't no, tied together in any way. They're completely separate entities. Completely separate. You can sell on merch even if you're not selling, right? If you're super new to Jim's audience and, and you haven't set up, you're not selling on Amazon, that's okay. You can sell on merch. Yeah, you can do one or the other, both, either or. It doesn't, yeah, there's no connection between the two. That's, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's a common question there. You know, this is kind of hitting you with a question out of the blue. I don't know. And there's probably someone in our audience that knows the answer maybe better than either one of us. But I know there's some great websites online. You just go in, you ask an expert. Sure. You know, you can get a medical advice. You can get educational advice. You can get legal advice. And, you know, there's different pay rates for different people. And like, hey, for 50 bucks an hour, you get a guy with a de- law degree, right? You get an apprentice in his office who will say, hey, we'll get back to you. So, you know, you can find the legal advice you need pretty easily. Are there any specific sites that you've used along those lines? We might have some listeners pipe in. I don't use them a whole lot. I'm not thinking of any online that, that I use. You know, the, yeah. the very specific ones, like I said, I have a, a patented trademark lawyer that... Uh, yeah, local guy. I mean, I love working local too, but I know even online, if you don't have a guy local, 
just get online, do a little research. What kind of lawyer are we looking for, for here specifically, Chris? Oh, copyright and trademark. Any any lawyer that's in that area is going to be able to answer answer questions about this stuff. Cool. I mean, that's kind of last resort. I almost think we spent too much time talking about that because, guys, the online stuff is free. Right. And a lot of this stuff is obvious. Okay. Like you can't upload Star Wars images. You can't upload Disney and Mickey Mouse. Okay. Like you guys know that. Right. You shouldn't have to ask. And please, nobody go on merch and say, Hey, I saw someone with a Mickey Mouse shirt. Therefore, I get to. No, no, no. So, one, <laughs> it could be Disney. All right. Merch has partnerships with Marvel and Disney and a lot of huge brands. Okay. So, just because you see a listing that's a merch by Amazon listing might be that it's completely licensed. Okay. Now, even if someone is breaking the rules, and they're using profanity. Like you find a shirt that has profanity on it, which originally was allowed by merch. It is since not allowed by merch. But you know what? I predict it eventually will be allowed by merch again, which is why you need to go to the Merch by Amazon website and read the resources. And every time you log in, read that little update on the side for all, you know, so you know all the rules because rules are going to change. Okay. So if you see someone else breaking the rules, that doesn't mean it's okay for you to break the rules. And I get it. I know what it feels like to be like, well, that guy's making, I get it. But you got to let it go because you're not going to win that battle. Yeah. Okay? So just understand those rules. You know, if I'm starting out, you know, if I'm looking at this, and I'm saying, you know, I, I, I'm starting out or I, I've really I got an account, but I don't really know where to start. Look at what's selling. There's a Merch by Amazon section. OK, you can find all the Merch by Amazon T-shirts. and You can look at what's selling. You can look at what's popular. They all have sales ranks. You all should be familiar with sales ranks if you've been working with Amazon. You can see what's popular and be like, hey, I, I get that. I see why that's popular. That is a good design. And not just merch. We're talking sites like Zazzle and Cafe Press and all the Teespring ads that you guys see. Look at this at this business model. Look at this market and be like, oh, okay, that's a good-looking shirt. Oh, I see. That's tied into like recent events, right? Oh, it's because that giraffe was having a baby that there's so many giraffe shirts popping up everybody's into drafts all of a sudden like this is free research you can do at home with a computer you can see what's selling and then you can ask questions you can say you can even put up a design and say look what do you guys think about this you know and be willing to take criticism right criticism isn't hate right criticism is like no that's a terrible idea they're not saying you're terrible they're saying your idea is terrible because you put up a star wars logo that's a terrible idea I'm not saying anything. I'm not trying to be mean to anybody. I want you guys to know that's a terrible idea that will result in a in an account suspension or termination. And we're trying to help you. And even if you don't like the answers, understand that people are trying to help you. You know, you do have to learn a little bit so that you keep yourself out of trouble. And probably the best thing people can do to stay out of trouble is only use original artwork. And I know not everybody's a designer. I can hear you guys yelling through the podcast right now. You're like, no, but I'm not a designer. I don't even I don't even have Photoshop. I get it. I have Photoshop, but I'm not a designer. I know enough to kind of putz around, but it's the internet and it's 2017. I can find and hire a designer. And you know what? I, I was almost not going to give this away. I mean, you mentioned Fiverr earlier and Fiverr was really good. It was really good. It's not as good as it used to be. Yeah. It's a little watered down. It, it's a little harder to find the true talent on Fiverr than it used to be. It's still there. It's just kind of buried. Underneath it, yeah, it's hard to find. It's yeah. probably the best way to describe it. It's hard to find the good guys. And then this is merch by Amazon, right? So if someone makes a design for you and you're like, well, I hope this guy from Thailand doesn't like sell that same design to someone else, right? It's like most people are good and you want to have a trusting uh, you know, demeanor with everybody. But at the same time, you need to protect yourself and make sure that you know your design isn't being sold to someone else and then you got issues down the road. I think we'll, we'll, we'll right dial it back in, you know, man. Because this really falls in line with merch by Amazon. 
you know? The flexibility. And yeah. with merch and on-demand products, is, the fact this is physical products is just incredible when you think about it. Like, we get access to 80 different T-shirt blanks for free, the half-million-dollar printers for free, the labor for free, the, the prime shipping partnered rates for free. And all we got to do is give Amazon additional content to keep their machines humming. Upload some designs, man, and then get creative about, you know, the, the first place my mind goes is, like, you mentioned events. Anybody who's having an event of any kind, anyone who has any kind of influence, partner up with them. Oh, and, YouTubers, Instagrammers, yeah. like anybody who has an audience. I mean, your your kids' soccer club, the softball teams, yeah. like the restaurants in your area. Because there's kind of two ways to think about it. You can have organic sales. That's free money. That's sit back, let, or, let Amazon bring a customer, and, and you did absolutely nothing to earn that money, right, in terms of the sale, right? Or you drive traffic. Right. And that's the water to the money tree. Right. It's like, oh, okay. Like I'm sending traffic, whether you're doing ads, you know, through Amazon or through sites like Facebook or Twitter, or you're finding local demand. And it's such an easy pitch to go in and say, hey, you know how I used to order shirts and then like people forgot to pay and then they forgot to pick up and then like some guy forgot. Remember all that? Well, check it out. I'll help you set up one link and everybody just goes buy their own shirt. You don't have to mess with it and you're going to make more money per shirt. And they're like, oh, yeah, I totally want to do that. And you can charge them. I mean, this is like, you know, a little offline biz where it's like you can go in and just pay and someone will pay you to set it up for them. Right. Your expertise is valuable. Or you say, you know what? You don't want to set it up. I'll set it up for you. Hey, I'll even make you a design if we partner together and you pay your designer 20 bucks and you sell 50 T-shirts. Whatever it is, the knowledge of Merch by Amazon is the valuable part. And then you figure out how to plug yourself in and uh, and use it. It's it's just it's so wide open. I mean, I, I just talk, talk about this all day. How about we do this, uh, Chris? I want to hear a couple success stories without giving away anyone's design specifically. But you know, that always helps the neurons start firing when you hear a story of someone that like they came in, they were kind of green and. You know, about six weeks in, they finally got a design, threw it out there, and it blew up. Now, of course, we know there's plenty of examples of T-shirts that just kind of sit there. But it's such a low-risk thing. I love – you and I were talk, talking – as you were thinking about those examples, Chris, think of a couple. Uh, you and I were talking about failure and how we love failure. I did an episode not too long ago uh, talking about some of the challenges you have. I think if you come through a traditional education system, you're taught that failure is bad. Failure isn't bad. Failure – is a beautiful thing. Stumbling your way through, failing, making mistakes. I tell my team all the time, if we're not making mistakes constantly, we're not trying hard enough. I want to hear about all those mistakes and I'm going to applaud every single one of them. Now, we're not going to repeat them. We're not going to lose a ton of money. The beautiful thing right now, though, is we can test for a few dollars. You can test an idea. Why not be testing? It's the same thing we say about selling physical product on Amazon all the time. Test, 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 test. Don't try to find the perfect product. Just throw some tests out there. If you do 10 or 20 tests with a decent bit of instinct behind the test, spend 20 or 50 bucks testing and testing. Something's going to take off. And so many success stories start that way, both with you know private label experiments on FBA and with merch. I would suspect that it's pretty hard to strike out 20 times in a row with decent designs that you throw out there and decent keywords. But even if you do, right, then you then 21, yeah, 22. Keep right? going, man. The beauty of the day that we live in, which we were all just kind of dumb lucky that we're born, right, in the age of the, the internet and all this stuff, is you can fail fast and you can fail cheap. Right? This isn't like you have to spend a lot of money and a lot of time to figure out your idea wasn't very good. 
it, it can take you like five minutes and with Photoshop and you can put a design up to find out that nobody likes it. Like, okay, five minutes gone. But now you have the additional knowledge of nobody likes this stuff. And you can use that to make your next thing and your next thing. Failing fast and cheap is, is the big thing. You know, and everybody needs to fail. Like if you're not failing, you're not, you're not pushing, you're not trying enough new things. And someone phrased it this way. And I don't know if it's a perfect analogy, but they said, if you never miss a flight, then, then you're getting to the airport too early. I right? like it. Yeah. I like you should eventually miss a flight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, otherwise, if you never miss a flight, then all that time you got there early right, is actually going to be more more valuable and more wasted than a flight, than the time and the value of a flight. Because if it's an economic decision, you know, you got to, you want that to kind of be the same. You don't want to be like, yeah, I got, no one gets to the airport five hours early every single time just so they don't miss a flight. Because that's so far on the extreme of the no way that's too valuable. That's too much time, right? But if you never miss a flight, then you're not cutting anything very close. And I, I think about that all the time. You know, when I go to the airport, I'm like, am I getting there too early? I think about these things, you know, and failure is what is what makes everybody listen to any motivational speaker. They're going to tell you about how they failed or they're going to tell a story about some famous person who failed. And that failure either gave them the motivation, the drive led to an opportunity, whatever it might be. OK, so I, I don't want anybody to like be so afraid of failure. I mean, we've already set you guys up to be like, I'm so afraid of Amazon. If I have a trademark or copyright issue, what's going to happen? They will ban and, and, and suspend and terminate the worst offenders. But this advice goes to anybody who's in the Amazon world. And I, I can say, Jim, I don't know how many, like thousands and thousands of sellers that we've not just helped online, but talked to personally, right? Like I'm giving you guys this advice from experience. Amazon goes after People who abuse the system. The bad actors. Yeah. The, I like abusers is, yeah. is the best way. Like the people who abuse the feedback system, they'll go after you. Abuse the FBA inbound shipment requirements, right? Not just, oops, I put in two extra units and didn't label them. Oops, I forgot the poly bag. Oops, I sent them to the wrong where. They don't care. They know mistakes happen. But if you do it over and over again and there's a pattern of abuse – yeah, they're coming down on you hard. And if you abuse and try to keep sneaking in stuff that's questionable, we're like, wait, wait a minute. This is like the third Star Wars design you've submitted. You're gone, right? So don't be afraid. Amazon's not on a witch hunt to, to bust you, okay? And I'm proof of it. I've got at least four violations on my Merch by Amazon account. Mistakes, stuff that I didn't check, trademark. Oh, you're right. That phrase has been trademarked. I would never would have thought, but it actually was. And there are things you can do to protect yourself, like going to the USPTO.gov website. Okay. I'll say it's low. USPTO, US Patent and Trademark Office, not .com or .org, .gov, G-O-V. We'll put it in the show notes. And you can look for any trademark based on words or phrases. And then you can read and say, oh, it's, it's for t-shirts and clothing and apparel. I must stay away from that. That's what you want to do. And if you don't want to do it yourself, you have a VA do it. Um, you want to keep yourself out of trouble. But I'm not afraid of Amazon, right? If I make a mistake, I'll, I'll own up to it. But nothing I do makes me lose sleep at night like oh i'm kind of abusing the system here so am i gonna wake up and have my amazon account suspended like when you're waking up with ebay oh is that is that gonna happen because i want you to sleep well at night i want you to be excited to wake up and check your merch dashboard and be like yeah look at that made another four hundred dollars while i was sleeping love it man well give us some examples dude i mean that's that's kind of where we started this thread of the fear of failure 
Like if failure costs you 20 bucks, man, fail all day as often as you can all afford day. to, right? It but, used to cost so much money to fail. Yeah, but now it's so expensive. So fail away. So give us some examples of things that didn't fail though. I mean, I think we've set it up nicely for some examples of like, you know, what kind of numbers are people seeing? What's the potential here? How do you come up with some ideas and give us a success story or two from your community or from you? Oh, I've, I've got a few out there. I mean, it, and there are so many people doing really well with this. I actually met the guy who uploaded and we just went through a very, you know, very divisive election, right? Which is incredible. For That's good for t-shirt sales. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man, yeah. I can't wait for the next one, right? Yeah. Because uh, guys, you can sell Trump shirts and you can sell Hillary shirts. Who cares? You're behind the scenes. It's Amazon's the seller of record as of now. I wouldn't be surprised if they change it. And again, if they change it, that's when I think you might see profanity come back in. And that's the reason they don't have profanity now is Amazon's a seller of record. So they're not going to – they don't want all those bad words and stuff that they sell. Um, but no one knows it's you. So you can sell both pro-Republican and pro-Democrat and pro From the same account. Else. Yep. <laughs> doesn't matter. No one's going to know it's you. Right. You, know, and you can promote whatever you want. But there was a phrase, and this is why I think it's important to pay attention to some sites, like whether you just got check CNN, Fox News, Yahoo, and BuzzFeed, right? Like get both sides of it, get left and right, and just kind of see what people are talking about. And there was a the thing where it was Clinton that said there's a basket of deplorables. You remember that phrase? Oh, yeah. Oh, I saw those shirts everywhere, man. I know the guy who uploaded the first basket of deplorables shirt. It was genius. It was like, why well, a proud member, right? Because if someone's going to like, like talk down on a group of people, someone's going to say, yeah, proud member of that, son. Yeah. And, and they want the shirt. And they sold and a bunch of it. American <laughs> flag on it, proud member. He uploads the very first one. Uh, the basket of deplorables shirt went to number one, not just in merch, not just in t-shirts, the entire clothing category. They, the shirt was on like CNN. People were like holding it up. And I was like, I, I couldn't prove that it was from merch, but man, it sure looked like the merch one. It was everywhere. And the number one seller in clothing, we, we guess sells between five and 10,000 copies in one day. And he wasn't making seven because he was priced, I think, like $16.99. So he was making just over $5 per shirt. That's not a bad day, though. That's between 25 Gs and 50 Gs in one day. And that's just the one day. That was big for like four or six weeks. Oh, I think it was longer than that. Maybe like, even longer. Yeah, the whole like the whole like final th- quarter of the election process, you heard that term around. And you were seeing people wearing that shirt proudly on Facebook. And yeah. oh, that's cool, man. That thing had legs, man. And I don't want you guys to, to miss the point here. Merch from Amazon is not exclusive. You got a great design. Get it on Teespring. Get it on all these other print-on-demand sites. I just love Amazon because it's Prime eligible, and Amazon, like the shoppers, go to Amazon. You know, and that's the same thing for like you know Prime and FBA. There were fulfillment companies before FBA, but they weren't on Amazon and they weren't Prime eligible, so I didn't care. Right? Print-on-demand T-shirts have been around a lot longer than merch by Amazon, but they're not on Amazon. They're not Prime eligible, so I don't care. That's why this is such a big opportunity because it's on Amazon. It's fully integrated. Right. So like get your feet wet with some some T-shirts on merch and then then expand and explore the entire print on demand industry, which is, in my opinion, a huge piece of the future where things are going to be 3D printed and, and screen printed on demand. I mean, the printers aren't screen printers. They're called DTG, direct to garment printers, and they'll print anything. Right. So Amazon just have to, has to have the blanks and they'll put these warehouses on the East Coast, West Coast, in the UK, Australia, Japan, Canada, all over the place. And your design goes up once and you can sell to the entire world and start getting royalty checks from 12 different countries. You know, this is only going to get bigger and better. Uh, just this week, they put out six new colors 
of t-shirts that people have been begging for since day one. Yeah, that was a complaint for a long time. But yeah, there's a lot of color so- choices now. I remember even uh, we had someone print up, we, well, we did a merch uh, design for our last CES event last year, and there were only a few color choices. And people were complaining, like, eh, I don't like it. And they, you know, here's, do they have a, uh, like a female shirt design now? Yeah, they've got men's, they've got the women's cut. They yeah, the women's use. cut with like the yeah. slanted sleeves looking. Yeah, because they didn't have that for the longest time. It was all just kind of like the guy looking t-shirts. Um, so yeah, they're really expanding out the program. And I, I just want people to be excited about it because I, I see people complain and I'm trying to do a better job of staying away from the, the complainers. Because if I have to convince you of this as an opportunity, I'm not going to waste my time. I'm not talking yeah. to you, Jim. I'm talking about yeah. everybody listening. I oh, will sure. not try to convince you guys that merch is, is the biggest opportunity on the internet that, that I've ever seen. Because any time wasted trying to convince somebody is time I'm wasting not helping the long line of people who are all in and just need a little help to get going. I'm going to help them all day long. And one of the examples I use is when these colors came out. And I'm like, sweet, guys, you've been asking for pink, purple, and orange forever. We finally got them. Isn't that awesome? Isn't merch by Amazon? It's, a gr- it's amazing. They're working hard, and they're giving us what we want. I gave you one example of like a home run T-shirt, and it's the mm-hmm. same thing we talked about, like like fail fast. You know, he could have uploaded that, and, and it didn't catch on. And there were a few other. I can't remember some of the other like political. Um, I mean, well, actually, Nasty Woman was pretty popular for a long time. Bad Hombres was up there for a while. Um, nasty woman was definitely more than, than bad hombres, but people were making those shirts. It's simple text-based design. Like that's it. You just upload it. And some of these were like simple, bold text on a black shirt. That's all it was. And people wanted to wear these shirts so you can upload them. So paying attention to the news, especially during politics or political season, uh, can give you lots of great ideas, but pay attention to like, Oh, I put up one and Hey, nasty woman didn't take off. Right. Nobody cared about it. Well, so what? It took you five minutes. Right. So be ready for the next one. There's an element here, too, where I'm thinking kind of like it's the same thing in all these areas. You've got sure there's one guy that did the basket of deplorables. But I'm thinking within a week, there was a lot of other people with a a version of that. And his sales slid a little. Now, he's the one who got in first and got the exposure. He's on the Today Show and, you know, they're holding up his design and people going and he's the top of top of Amazon. But like how many other people jumped in? There's got to be a factor of that because you look like, oh, without a doubt. Right, so that's going to happen. Uh, do you have to kind of be constantly, you know, ducking and moving to, or are there designs out there? Is this like, it's bread and butter, man. Every day I'm going to sell eight of these. I just know it every day. And, and there's really not a whole lot of people paying attention. It's just rolling. There's going to be all kinds of designs. I mean, you know, we could classify them as, you know, evergreen versus, you know, spike and seasonal and, and stuff like that. Um, and it depends if you're making original artwork or if you're hiring someone to make original artwork about cats and pizza and rainbows and unicorns. And your design is just solid. It's great. No one's going to copy it because it's, it's original to you. Now, that's not to say someone won't try to copy it, right? And Amazon's in the process right now of addressing a lot of these, you know, what they call P for P or pixel for pixel copycats, where you upload a design, it's selling well, and someone just downloads it from Amazon, cleans it up a little bit, like removes the background, then they upload it on their account. Those are going to be the violations that are going to get you terminated, right? And that's that's the process they're going through right now. Right now, that doesn't happen because the process isn't in place. But Amazon can detect. I mean, you use Amazon Flow and the yellow, and the little blue dots, right? Where it's like, you just scan over something. Amazon knows what it is. So to think that Amazon can't tell what a newly uploaded image is already on the website, oh, you're, you're dreaming. 
the, the scammers are in for a big surprise when they finally implement that technology into merch. And I hope they make it like a one strike and you're out. If you pixel for pixel copy, you're gone. But something like the basket of deplorables, I mean, you can't really like copyright the design of, of some words. So I could maybe take the words and make them different. And mine would look different than yours. So no one would be confused that mine is yours and yours is mine. So there are ways to you know compete and say, look, that guy's doing really well. I'm going to make an even better one and come in and maybe yours is better. And this is, you know, capitalism where the best design wins. If you can attract the customers, if you can drive the traffic just because he's the number one seller, but you run a Facebook ad that sends a lot of people to your listing, they buy your listing. You can be second mover, third mover. It doesn't matter. Hey, you hit on a topic that we could do a whole nother fun hour on, you know, Brett and I are doing some just crazy cool stuff right now with targeted Facebook traffic to do just about anything. I'm thinking here's a million dollar tip for everyone. It doesn't matter what the product is, t-shirt, whatever. But if you've got a design that's, that definitely appeals to a very targeted audience, it's very easy on Facebook to set up an ad targeted only at that audience. Like I see the, uh, you know, the, the area code t-shirts, you know, that sure. like, Hey, three, one, seven, man, that's my local area code here for our phone. You know, put that in a unique way on a design and only show it to people who live in that area code. I mean, like, that's easy. Anyone can do that. And there's a million people here. If you ever got off a plane and like, say from Indiana, you go to Colorado, you get off and, and they, they show you an ad that says, I may be from Colorado, but my heart's in Indiana. And you're mm-hmm. like, how do they know? Right. How do they know where I am and where I'm from? And they know Facebook knows. They know where you're from. They know what you're into. And if an advertiser knows how to set that up, then they can sell you a, a – because maybe, maybe you moved, right? Maybe you didn't like get off the plane, but you moved there and say, I live in Colorado, but my heart's in Nebraska. People have been marketing by name, right? Like keep calm and let Chris handle it. I'm like, how do you know my name's Chris? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. It's crazy. You see the shirts with the last – I've got a pretty unusual last name, man. I've seen the sweaters and the hoodies and the T-shirts. I mean there's only maybe – I mean, as far as I know, there's only like 800 of us on the planet, man. And, and, they, and there's people doing they'll that. They'll find you. They'll find me, man. It's And like, first time I saw it, I was like, whoa, that's kind of cool. It's actually a really decent design. I didn't buy it. Um, but that's the kind of stuff you can do to play around with. On your text message list, I got the tickets go on sale for CES today. Get details here. Yeah, yeah. There you go, man. Yeah. Even I'm on because I want to hear too. And even, I mean, home, email is probably going to be people's home base for the foreseeable future. Right. Everybody's going to have that email, right? Facebook's going to come and go. Groups are going to come and go. Cell phones are probably going to stick. People are going to stick with the same number for texting and all that. But, you know, go where the people are. Give them the information that they want because I don't read every single email. No, like, no one like, does. If you had emailed no me does. about this, I probably would have missed it. Yeah, but exactly. Because you sent a text message, I got it. And I was like, ooh, I want to like make sure I book that hotel because it's going to like sell out. I don't want to be down the road and have to get a Uber in the morning. No. The open rates on text marketing, man, are just insane too. Like, oh, we're seeing like 85%. We get the stats back. 85% of the people click the link. Are you kidding me? Uh, I mean, when do you get that kind of response? It's like the golden of, age of email marketing, right? It, yeah, it's back. Exactly. It's, and it's text now, but you got to do opt-in. We're not going to drift too far down this road. So, I, you know, congratulations, listener. If you stuck with us today and, hell, and this is going to be a merch by Amazon, and, but you just heard two guys. I mean, we've been doing this a long time, just having fun, chatting things through. We'll definitely do it again for sure. And I'm not trying to shut things down too fast yet, but we do need to kind of bring this around, Chris. Like, you know, what else do we want to tell people? we got a lot of links that are going to be in the show notes. Silentgym.com is the site. Silentgym.com slash podcast. All the links we talked about, even the fancy government links and all that stuff, man, it's all there. So go grab that. If you were trying to take notes, we got it all there for you. But let's hit merch. 
right between the eyes one last time here. Anything we left off. Now that course, I mean, the provenmerchcourse.com, we're going to give them a code, man. So we, got, we can't forget that, the code to go get it 100% free. So we're going to give you that here in just a minute. But what else uh, information-wise to make sure people can give this serious consideration? Anything else you want to share? Well, I mean, we could talk all day. I mean, we really could because it's – I get fascinated like, when you understand these platforms, whether it's Amazon, FBA, self-publishing, Merch by Amazon. When you understand how they work and you really get how powerful they are, that's when you're like, ooh, I'm all in. And you can figure out where you, got, where you, where you want to position yourself. Like, Are you a designer? Great. Design for yourself. Or I'm a design for other designers or for other sellers. Or I'm, I'm going to help sellers find designers. I'm going to be a merch evangelist. Or I'm going to go help local businesses. That was the other example I was going to give. I don't want to go too deep down this road, but there's a guy, Mike, who went to local businesses like restaurants and would charge them three, four, five hundred $500 to set them up. And he knew his information was valuable. Like when you, wow. when you know you bring value to other people, you can charge for your time. I love it. It's beautiful. And if you don't believe it, like if you're like, oh, I can't charge for my time, then you got to look yourself in the eye and say, I don't bring value to anybody. And I hope nobody believes that, especially if you're listening to a podcast like this one or you're in Facebook groups like ours. Like the information that we give you guys for free is incredibly valuable. And no one else out there knows it. The FBA has been out for a decade. And I challenge everybody. Next time you're at a restaurant, ask your, your server if they've heard of FBA. Stand up in the restaurant and just yell. Anybody heard of FBA? No one has. <laughs> no one on the knows. plane. If it's too good to be true, then people start to get suspicious. And merch yeah. is too good to be true. And this is just T-shirts. It's going to expand into all kinds of on-demand products. And your designs that you can use once now for T-shirts, you'll be able to use for phone cases and hoodies and all these other things. And you really can build a scalable empire. Like lots and lots of money coming in from royalties. And you don't have to buy blanks. You don't have to do customer service. You don't have. You don't have to do anything. I feel and sorry for the people, the people who went out and bought a uh, screen printing machine and put it in their basement because they're going to go into the t-shirt business. It's like bad call, dude. <laughs> bad timing. It's like the guy who, like it, Gary Vee says this. He bought like ten thousand horses the day that Henry Ford invented the car. Right? Like, sorry, right. that guy lost. Nobody right. cared. Nobody he, cared about your horses. Nobody cared. I actually, I almost bought a direct to garment printer. It was like, I don't know, maybe six months before I heard about merch because I saw this and I was like, wait a minute, I can print a one-off, like a good looking one-off in like one pass, like none of this like baking it in the oven stuff with like <laughs> to make a t-shirt. I was like, that's cool. I could set up a website and someone who has like an idea, like for a personal shirt, they could order one. And since it was a, you know, a short run of one, I could charge a premium. And like, I was like kind of running the numbers. And I even talked to one of these companies on the phone. I saw them at ASD. They were printing golf balls and, and all kinds. They can print anything with these printers now. And then merch came out. And I was like, Phew, I'm glad I didn't spend too much time on that uh, <laughs> direct-to-garment you know, little brainstorm that I had. Because now I get to use the best printers in the world with prime fulfillment for free. Like It's oh, so it's good that when people Zero have an risk. Addiction, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I love the uh, fundraiser angle on this. This is, again, I mean, I've been encouraging people since this podcast began. Your future success in business is directly tied to your ability to form relationships. Genuine local, you need, you need to be getting out there meeting people. If there are influencers locally, the pitch is so simple. Like, let's do a fundraiser. You don't have to write me a check. You're just going to get money. That's all you have to do is advertise a design. I will do all the work. You just tell this group of people that you're already in charge of a church school, anything, anyone who plans, coordinates events, go to the big venues, 
near you that have regularly scheduled events. There's someone there that sells that space to big groups frequently and just say, hey, here's one of the things I want you to put a line item on your sales sheet and say every big group that's coming through, you know, they're scheduling this stuff. I know now because we're doing some big events. You know, we're scheduling this stuff a year and a half in advance. One of the things they could give me as I'm booking my event is, hey, we will handle print-on-demand shirts for you and give you half of every sale if you're interested. You don't have to write a check. It's just a service we like to give to people. And there you go. You're the one managing it. The event coordinator gets paid. The person running the event, maybe give them a couple bucks or give, you know, and send them however. Think it through. I haven't thought it through all the way as I'm saying this, but anytime people gather, there's an opportunity, right? Without a doubt. That's the knowledge of how this, when you understand how this works, you can find people that it would bring value to, right? Yeah. Like, We've had the people stop by or knock on our door and try to sell us a pie, right? And like you buy the pie and like the one time they didn't come back. I'm like, well, <laughs> don't come back now. I'm not buying another pie, right? But they're doing so much work, right? To take the orders, go home, make the pies or order wherever like that, however that works and bring them back. I'm like, dude, just come. If you come to my door with a good looking flyer and you're like a kid, you know, and you're like, you're hustling. I'll pretty much buy any t-shirt. You, you come to my door for 20 bucks. Right. Because yeah. especially just giving him a link in 20 bucks, you give him right? an you're Amazon coming. link. That's, you know, that's it. Amazon, and I can buy it right then and there. Yeah. Right. And if you say, hey, if you buy right now, I'm also going to give you this box of cookies. Like, I, I don't know. Like, think it, think it through. But you think know. it's seven dollars that a fundraiser is basically explain to me how my actions can turn into cash. That's what that's all they want. All a fundraiser is, is we need to we want cash. Now, what can we do to get cash? Yeah. Well, how about spread a link around? A link that goes to a physical product. So I actually get something for my 20 bucks, right? It's a lot easier to get like seven bucks from somebody if you give them a t-shirt than say, hey, you don't know me, but give me a $20 bill. Yeah, yeah, that's good, man. Relationships, man. It strikes me that, you know, you can stumble onto some good designs like our basket of deplorables guy, or you can treat this as a relationship business, uh, which is going to be really good for your business anyway. This is just one of many things you can talk about with business owners and influencers locally and, and get established. You know, as internet marketers, it's too easy for us to sit behind our keyboard. I really like the potential for this business model to get us out talking to people on the phone and, and meeting with influencers in your local community and having a, a win-win proposal for them that costs them nothing to try. It's a beautiful thing. Well, hey, man, we, we got to wrap this episode up, dude. We went long. Yeah, we went a little long, but that's all. it was all good stuff. People are going to love this. And be sure to send us your feedback and let us know. Again, all the links you need, silentgym.com slash podcast. Everything we talked about today, including, let's give them the, uh, the code. Let's just, let's just use the code Chris, C-H-R-I-S. If you go to provenmerchcourse.com and at checkout, instead of paying money, just put in the code Chris. C-H-R-I-S, as in our guest, Mr. Chris Green today, you will get the course 100% free, absolutely no obligation. We just like giving stuff away, away around here. The only thing we ask, how about this, Chris? We make a deal. The only thing we ask is send us your testimonial, send us your success story, give us some love on social media, tell people that you love Silent Sales Machine Radio, join Chris's Facebook group, You know, give us a little love, but we're going to give you the course. And this is the basics that of everything you need to do to get set up on merch, to get inside Chris's head for a few hours on this topic and all the stuff that he knows well beyond what we shared today. Uh, hey, great job today, man. It's good catching up with you. And thanks for being a guest with us in September. That's going to be an awesome event, man. 
It's going to be awesome. Dude, I'm going to be on. I'm like not going to go to sleep for like the whole three and a half days. That's the plan, you know, man. As we much get- as I can be awake, you know, because it is relationships. It's not about like, you know, just like I get a lot of value out of helping other people because relationships are formed and relationships are two-way streets. So I encourage everybody, if you're going to CES 5 and you see me there wearing my proven shirt, whatever color it is, just come up. Let's have a conversation. Let's uh, Let's build something great and not just come seek me out. Seek out anybody there. That you can help. Go in with a mindset of I am going to help other people and I promise it will return to you a hundredfold. And if you go in and say, hey, how, how can I get helped today? Just have that mindset every morning. Say, I, I don't know if I believe Chris Green or Jim, but I'm going to go in and try to help people today and see what happens. Yeah, help people succeed, man. That's our business motto. Help people succeed. That's what we yep. do. That's what we do. Well, man, God bless you, dude. Always good to get caught up with uh, you and your beautiful family, man. You guys, you bring in the family or is it just going to be you? Do you know yet? Don't know yet. I've got okay. the room booked in case uh, everybody comes. Well, man, it's dude, it's Orlando, man. So come early, stay late, hit the parks, whatever. Have a good time, man. But all right. Well, hey, this has been Silent Sales Machine Radio listener. I hope you really enjoyed yourself today. Chris and I sure did. And I think if you paid attention we just gave you like at least five to 10 incredible, insanely cool ideas. And you're being exposed to the future of internet business by being a loyal listener to this show. Not just what's maybe going to work, but what is working now and what will be working even more later. So we're preparing you for the future by listening to this show. I loved hanging out with Chris. We'll have him back again real soon. And you know, I appreciate you listening to this show and giving us some of your valuable day we, I hope it was a great investment for you, and the return on investment is huge. I can't wait to do this again. This is Jim, Silent Sales Machine Radio. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, this is Jim, and we've just wrapped up a great segment with Mr. Chris Green. I hope you really liked that. What I've got for you next is another guy who's on our team. His name is Johnny King. He's one of our administrators for the My Silent Team Facebook group. Really cool dude. He's pulling in a few bucks using merch. He's been doing it for a while. He's been a part of our community for a while. I'm going to introduce him and just jump over into a segment. This is just bonus merch chat, if you will. We're going to talk about merch by Amazon just a little longer with someone who's actually doing it and making some money and just a few additional tips and strategies that we didn't cover when we had Chris Green on the line. I think you're going to enjoy this, so hang tight. We'll jump into that interview right now. Hey, this is Jim. A little bonus content for this episode. It so happens that we've got a handful of people on our team, our coaches and moderators, that are doing some merch stuff. So I put out the call and I said, hey guys, who's doing some successful things on merch? And Johnny King, one of our moderators who's been with us, he's been in the My Silent Team community and and one of the readers of Silent Sales Machine from, we were talking uh, before we started recording from about eight years ago is when he joined our community. And now he's, like I said, one of our moderators and leaders in the community. And he's doing some cool stuff on merch. He actually just filled me in. He's selling right around 100 shirts or so per week on merch. And it's a great side income stream for him. He's in Oklahoma with his wife, Bethany. They have three kids. And he's actually doing this. He, he works full-time still. And all of this is just side income money. And he's going to be full-time very soon. That's the plan with just online income. But welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio, Mr. Johnny King. How are you today, buddy? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Jim. Oh, this is awesome. I'm looking forward to you sharing because you know a lot more about merch at this point than I do. And that's what I love about our team is the team is always smarter than any one of us. 
So when I put out this call and you you raised your hand and said, yeah, I'm, I'm making some money over there. I mean, that's nothing to sneeze at. A hundred shirts a week, you said, right? I mean, what is that in real dollars in your pocket? Just to give us an idea. And then we'll we'll kind of go from there. You know, um, I think right now it's averaging around, uh, I want to say about 550 in profit per shirt. So around $550 a week. Yeah, nice. Nice. And, and how much work, just from a big picture vantage point, on a day-to-day or week-to-week basis, how much work are you putting into that to maintain that level? Uh, realistically, um, I've budgeted about an hour a day on weekdays toward doing merch. So um, I'm up at 5 a.m. because I have a day job and a family, and I, I don't want to take away from my family time in the evenings with it. And so Kudos. Uh, you know, wake up early, you know, have a little quiet time, and then uh, get to work on merch for about an hour. Love so it. about five, five hours weekly. Nice. Okay. So yeah, you know, 110 bucks an hour is not too bad. <laughs> it's a pretty good return. That's not, a, that's not a bad income. And as we uh, know, if you've studied merch much at all, guys, and I'm not sure what your limit is, but you know, merch assigns a limit. When you first start out, you're only allowed to have a handful of designs. And as you show some progress, you get more designs. So what's your design cap right now? Uh, right now, I am on the uh, 2000 level tier. Um, and that, nice. depending on when Amazon wants to, uh, to move that up, I know uh, my wife also has an account. Um, because you're allowed to have one account per person, um, regardless as if you're in the same household. And uh, she just got her account upgraded from the 100 tier to 500 tier. Ah, go Bethany. Nice. So between the two of us, we have, uh, yeah, she's a lot more artistic than I am. So uh, like her designs are, are definitely in a different spectrum. But yeah, we're, we're both moving forward and really liking it. So you're doing your own designs. Uh, I am doing uh, about mm, 20% of my own, and then I'm outsourcing the rest. And then my wife is actually producing all of hers. Nice. That's great. So inspire young budding merch entrepreneurs that are thinking, ah, okay, I could find five hours in my week to do this, make a hundred bucks an hour and get this t-shirt thing going. You know, from my vantage point, if this is your main business or if this is even like half of your income, that's not quite as stable as I'm comfortable with. But if this is like what you just described, yeah, five, 10 hours a week, and I'm making 100 bucks an hour and ha- kind of having some fun. And, you know, if one of my t shirt designs gets pirated and someone comes in and outmarkets me and steals it and, like, uh, you know, just changes a few pixels, which are some of the challenges with merch, eh, you know, no sweat. I can still pay my bills. Um, that's the category I put merch in. It's a beautiful spoke in your multiple income streams wheel. It shouldn't be your only focus, it's just not stable enough yet. But, Inspire those of us who are thinking, yeah, I could add this spoke in. Now, you haven't heard it yet, Johnny, but we just had a great interview with Chris Green. I'm kind of tacking this on to the end, uh, but don't be afraid to overlap. Like, you know, just give us some basic advice. Like, what are some lessons you've learned? If I want to get myself to the kind of the point where you are, what's that journey looked like? Okay. Well, I think that uh, Chris Green is a great place to start off. In fact, uh, Chris was the one who introduced me to the merch in in the beginning. Uh, I actually got in in. October of 2015. So just after it started up, uh, I, I wasn't part of the people. I got in right before they implemented the waiting period. And I had started um, just putting a few designs. And at that point, the first tier was 25 designs instead of 10. And um, I just kind of made some of my own designs uh, using Adobe Illustrator and just kind of threw them up and uh, saw a little bit of income from that. Really didn't push as hard as I was, uh, you know, gearing up for Q4 of my uh, Amazon FBA business. But yeah, as, as far as people starting up with merch, my advice, and I think this falls in line with a lot of the advice that you give in other arenas, is is first things first is to take massive action. 
to really decide, like, you know, I have 10 design slots. I'm going to get those design slots filled. My recommendation for people who are just starting off is not exactly what I would recommend toward people who have, you know, a thousand slots to fill. Um, and I'd say with people who are just first starting and, and you've been accepted to merch and uh, you have those 10 slots is, is to go after the shirt designs that are very like trending or like date based. So uh, 4th of July is coming up soon. And, uh, so, it, you know, about a month out, I think right now is a really great time to be, to be putting up, uh, you know, shirts that target that niche because people, uh, like those types of things. And, you know, th- those shirts aren't going to sell year round, but when you're just starting out, you know, you want to get into the higher design tiers. You know, Amazon is looking for you to make those first few initial sales and, and to start, you know, uh, uh, showing them that you are putting up, uh, you know, content that is valuable to their catalog and not just copying other designs. And so the first thing I think would be just take action, get your first 10 designs up, you know, fill those uh, slots uh, with something that you can, you can definitely push forward and uh, market aggressively in, in the beginning. Yeah, just look at the calendar, look at upcoming trends, holidays, that sort of thing. Absolutely. I love it. Uh, and you have, to, you have to know a little bit about trademark and copyright. Now, Chris Green and I covered that quite a bit. And there's always more to learn in that arena, but original art and original stuff is always going to be safe ground to play in. Uh, let me ask you this. How, how important are the keywords you use? Like, let's say you have a 4th of July, which is a big holiday here in the U.S., right? And we celebrate our independence. You know, how important mm-hmm. are those keywords that you might use to describe that shirt? Uh, it, it, huge. The paramount. Uh, I think... People read different things. You know, there's lots of different opinions going around, and, and certainly people have found different strategies that work for them. But I found for myself and my designs, the ones that do best ranking for the keyword terms that I'm, I'm shooting for are whenever I put the, that, like those main keyword search terms in the brand name and in the title and in both bullet points. Uh, now, not not just like spamming keywords, but like I have a a brand name. So if I said it's Johnny's Cool Tees, like if that's my brand, it would say Johnny's Cool Tees 4th of July as the brand name. So we have like my particular brand name and then my keyword tacked onto the end. And it does two things is it helps, as far as I can tell, it helps to rank for that keyword term in Amazon. And also it keeps people from being able to have access to my entire catalog of designs. If someone were to want to copycat my stuff, um, if you label everything under one brand name, um, so if it was just Johnny's Cool Tees, they can just click on your brand name and see you know, all 500 designs I have up right now. I love it. That's a great tip. And Chris and I didn't cover that. Every t-shirt design you come up with, or at least maybe every three to five or so, whatever the rule of thumb might be, you put it under its own brand name. Amazon will let you have as many brand names as you want. That way, like you just said, someone can't see your entire catalog of T-shirts and copy everything. They can copy the certainly design they see on the screen, but they can't. There's nowhere they can click and see all the shirts you have, which is one of the features I love about merch. Is they let you kind of keep it a secret. Like if you're an Amazon seller right now, you can open a merch account, and in that single merch account, once it's approved, which takes anywhere from three weeks. I've heard people wait in six to nine months to get approved and it's free to, to apply. You just got to wait as of now. At some point they may charge. But as of now, once you have that account, you can set up as many sub brands, if I'm using the right terminology, as you'd like. So like you said, Johnny's 4th of July shirts could be a brand and you put your three or four designs that you have for the 4th of July under that brand and that's it. Then maybe you have Christmas shirts and those are under a completely different brand with 
keywords in the name of the brand. I love that tip. That's really good stuff. Right. And another value add to tack onto that is, um, and this is from what I understand, and uh, Amazon, I, I've asked all sorts of questions to the merch support on things that I'm unclear about, but thus far it's been okay and I haven't had any warnings or anything like that. So, uh, But you know, it, it's subject to change in the future. Right now, I will put in my first bullet point, you know, if you like this shirt, you know, click on our brand name to see more shirts like this. And so if you have a like a niche specific brand name, Johnny's Fourth of the July shirts, and then you have maybe five or six different shirts under that same brand umbrella, if they do like that shirt and like, huh, what else do they have? They can click on the brand name and it will it will bring up all the shirts that are listed under that particular brand. And nice so tip. you can kind of help them to see what other offerings you have that are in that same arena. Very good. I love it. Great strategy. All right, man. That's cool. So how are you generating ideas. We mentioned holidays. If you look at the calendar, what's coming up in a couple months, let's start targeting that. Uh, What else? What are some other ideas? You know, because I know it's kind of, there's a curve of opportunity that I think is already kind of starting to peak. Like a year ago, if somebody famous said something funny on TV, you could be one of the 30 people to put a t-shirt out for that the next day and sell a bunch. Mm -hmm. Now there's a thousand people doing that. You know, like there's a thousand people keeping an eye on that. That to me kind of feels a little tapped out. There's still some fringe opportunities there, of course, but you know, like the first guy, the example Chris and I were talking about was like the first guy to get a t-shirt out there when Hillary said basket of deplorables during the election season of 2016, mm-hmm. he sold a ton of shirts. Oh, it yeah. wasn't long before there were 800 designs <laughs> for that concept and all of them maybe sold a few. A handful sold a bunch, but are you doing any of that? Are you like watching current trends and trying to grab those? Or is that kind of too many people paying attention to that for you to be interested? Are you looking for the lower level stuff? You know, that is a very small, I'd say maybe 5% of, uh, you know, the strategy I have, uh, you know, when things come up, uh, current events or something you know funny shows up on Reddit, I'm like, Ooh, Hey, this could be a cool shirt design. But then I'll go into, um, one of the tools I use, Every day, and you know, I don't have any affiliation with them as far as they're not paying me for plugs. Is uh, is Merch Informer, and I, I'm pretty sure uh, Chris you know recommends it as well. But uh, it's just an awesome tool, and you can go in and type in like a product keyword phrase, and it will show you how many merch shirts are returning for that phrase and what their their Amazon bestseller rank is, and it kind of an, an estimated how many shirts they think that they're selling per month at that rank, just to kind of give you an idea of the market saturation for like this keyword phrase. And so if you see something that's kind of cool and trending and there's not that many shirts, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I'll, I'll spend uh, 20 minutes, you know, throwing together design real quick, but I'll try to make it better. And that's, that's the thing it is I really try to shoot more for quality over quantity because there's a lot of, of people that just throw really awful text-based shirts and, that, you know, have... I mean, they take two minutes for a copycat to come along and, and you know, replicate. I mean, it's not even have to be a pixel for pixel copy. It's just the exact same thing. Right. And so I, I really try to put a little bit more time into, uh, you know, creating something that when I think, you know, would, would I wear this shirt? Yeah, right. Would I actually buy this shirt? Or would an enthusiast actually be interested in this? Yeah, that's right. Cool. Keep your quality high. That helps you out. That's how you've gotten to the point where you're making, you know, hundred plus dollars an hour for your efforts here is you're putting some quality effort into the designs. I just want to mention for the benefit of the listener, the link that you mentioned, Merch Informer. We'll stick that in the show notes. At any time, go to silentgym.com slash podcast. 
You know this listener, right? Silentgym.com slash podcast. All the links we talk about. So enjoy your run. Drive safe. You don't have to try to write this stuff down as we're saying it. Just go to the website. So that's a great link. What other resources do you have for us? I know there's uh, there's one tool you're working on yourself, too, that we're kind of working through the approval process as well. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about what that tool does. And at the point we've got it run through the ringer, listeners can go to the show notes and check that out, too. So talk about some of the tools you're using. I mean, because I love that Merch Informer tip. I've never used it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I use Merch Informer every day. Um, it, it's a great tool. The extension that I'm using, uh, it's called Merch Lister Pro. And uh, what it does is, so since I have a lot of slots to fill, because I right now I have 550 designs up out of 2,000 slots. So I have a lot. And so whenever I am making shirts for a particular niche, let's say 4th of July shirts, I'll make one design and then I'll make three different color variations of that shirt. Um, and maybe two different fonts. So I'll have a total of six or eight. So if I can get my shirts to rank for a particular keyword phrase, then my shirts dominate that keyword phrase. So it's not just one or two, there's like 10. So what my extension does is it allows me to make a profile that has my my listing information. So uh, if I want to have the same brand name and the same title and the same bullet points for 10 different shirts, it allows me to just enter those into a profile and save that and then whenever I open up my, uh, my product detail page where I'm building my merch listing, uh, you can make a keyword, uh, keyboard shortcut. So if you want it to just be like ASD, then for that profile, I just go into that product detail page and type ASD on my keyboard, and it automatically uh, enters in all of the product information. So the title, the price, the bullet points, the description, everything oh, for so that you shirt. Have to type it over and over again. It's, a, it's like an efficiency tool for those who are a little deeper right. into merch. Love it. No more copy and pasting. Yeah, and, um, with you. Okay, cool. And then you can save those profiles in a CSV for later on because if you if, if your shirt doesn't sell within the first 120 days for whatever reason, uh, you know it just wasn't the right timing year for that shirt. Then uh, you know Amazon will take that shirt off of your uh, platform or your library. Yeah. And uh, and so if you want to reload that at a later date, you'll have that profile saved. And it, it's just been a, a really good efficiency tool for me. Yeah. You don't have to type all that information in. I love it. So that's a tool. Maybe a little. Uh, we just threw a little bone to those out there who are already kind of deep into merch and they're doing a lot of copy pasting because they're doing multiple designs, the same description on multiple designs. Love it. Right. That's cool. It's it's an efficiency tool. I love it. Well, let's talk about keywords for just a second. I'm fascinated by this because correct me if I'm wrong here, but last time I checked, you can't run an ad to sell your merch t-shirts on Amazon, right? They won't let you set up an ad. Is that correct or not? Will they? That is not correct. So they will let you run. So you can this? run Amazon paid ads to advertise your t-shirts. Yes, but it's different. And this has been like a secret of the merch community, but there's been people putting out a couple courses lately and people putting out free content. And so you can search for this. Now, you can't put up sponsored product ads like you would from your re- regular Amazon Seller Central dashboard. That's what I would. That's what I was referring to, right? Because we've got our PPI course, Proven Performance Inventory, which teaches yes. how to discover keywords to sell virtually any product. But you can't use that platform to sell T-shirts. But I'm thinking, surely you can use that platform to discover great keywords. Oh yeah, you could use T-shirts. the T-shirts. Yeah, and I was in your PPI, uh, like the little masterclass um, at CES last year. Yes, and. Great content, by the way. It was amazing. But so you could definitely use that system to discover these golden gaps in like the t-shirt community as far as keywords go, what people are searching for, and then run ads against them using um, the, the platform that you would have to use to run ads on Amazon for merch shirts is through Amazon Marketing Services. Right. 
Right, which I have not played with yet. I need to get someone on my team in there. Yeah. I'm not even using I'm not I've got a merch account. It's actually my team that's playing with it and we've only put a few designs out there and surprisingly they're selling, which is cool. Uh, we want to do more with it. So this is an area where I'm kind of saying, "Hey, educate me at this level." Cuz I think that's where a lot of people are. They're either new or they haven't done anything with it yet. Yeah, how can I do some paid ads here and tap into like a lot of listeners to this podcast they've bought the proven amazon course johnny and they've maybe gone through the ppi so they understand and if you haven't by the way listener incredible investment it is hands down the best keyword training for amazon i don't care if you're into merch or not most of us aren't yet it's the best way to find these unmet needs these untapped golden gaps as johnny just called them that's what we call them around here these places where people are searching for stuff and there's no stuff there to be found. We've got a system for helping you do that, which is really cool for t-shirts because you don't have to go buy inventory here to test it out. You just create a t-shirt and see if anyone buys it. So help connect the dots on all that for us, Johnny. For those who've maybe been through the PPI or they're saying, yeah, I'll go check out that PPI uh, keyword training in the proven Amazon course. How has that helped you sell more shirts using Amazon's ad platform for merch? Does that make sense? Is that a good question? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So whenever I use Amazon's uh, ad platform, they, they let you advertise in a few different ways and in ways that they don't allow you on the uh, the regular sponsored ad side. Um, the one I use most is actually, it's called a headlines advertisement. And it is an advertisement that shows up above the top search uh, or uh, the top result. So if I have Johnny's 4th of July t-shirts, rather than just having one shirt advertised and then making it look like it's, you know, the top result for that keyword term, it actually has like a little pop-up box. And it's it's obviously an advertisement, but it's like, you know, and you can type a headline like, are you ready for 4th of July? You know, check out our awesome Independence Day t-shirts. And then you can put three examples up there, but you can build a, a portfolio of 4th of July shirts, 10 or 12 of them. And if they click on that link, it shows all of those products. Nice. And what are the pay-per-click rates you're paying for like a popular trend like that? Like what are you paying right now to advertise your Right shirt? now, uh, between, <laughs> I'd say between 25 and 35 cents per click. Not too bad. No. I mean, you've got to have a pretty decent conversion rate. If you're making $5 and change, between five and seven bucks per shirt sale is what most people are doing. It's what my understanding. Right. You can't spend a lot of money before you got to sell a shirt at, at that pay-per-click rate. Overall, right now, uh, with, with that pay-per-click rate, I'm, I'm averaging around 6 or 7% average cost of sale. So they're converting pretty well for me. That's nice. Okay. So it just takes a few clicks and you're making a sale. Right. Cool. Because these are, you know, it's, it's not Facebook traffic. These are people who are on Amazon. They're looking to buy. Um, and, and if you can hit them with an ad, now it's obviously, uh, this is where the PPI course comes in, like, uh, like finding out what the most relevant keywords are and attaching a shirt or making a shirt to fit that which is probably the smarter thing. I think a lot of people have this idea in their head like, ooh, I, uh, I've got a really great idea for uh, a soccer shirt. And they'll make the shirt and like, oh, well, you know, my, my shirt's never selling. It's like, uh, and I feel like the majority of successful merch sellers will flip that on its head and kind of use the PPI method to say, I'm going to go and I'm going to research and find keywords that are uh, high volume search terms that don't have a lot of competition. And I'm going to make shirts that target those specifically. Nailed it. Nailed it. We try to drill that into people's head around here all the time. And obviously you've been paying attention these eight years. You've been in our community because we've been teaching people don't start with the product. 
don't start with the t-shirt concept. And now it's fun to sit around the dinner table with my kids and we came up with a t-shirt idea the other night we're going to try. You know, that's fun. Have fun with it. But if you want to guarantee your success, start with the keywords. Absolutely. Those underserved keywords. Those two words, underserved keywords, until you understand the power of those two words, you're missing out on a huge low-hanging fruit opportunity that's right in front of all of us. We discover these golden gaps all the time, these phrases that people are using all day, every day on Amazon, and they type in the phrase. And, and this is where, you know, Johnny, for example, I, and Brett and I have talked about, the, about this on past podcast episodes. We both use our wife as a resource. Mm-hmm. And we've told our wives, because they shop on Amazon a whole lot more than they sell, and we say, hey, anytime you're on there shopping and you put in a phrase and up comes stuff that has nothing to do with what you were looking for, please give me that phrase because I'm going to test it using the PPI strategies that we teach in the Proven Amazon course. And I'm going to see how many other people out there are using that phrase every day. And if it turns out that there's thousands of people using that phrase and nothing relevant's coming up, guess what you've just discovered? A golden gap. And it could be as simple as just creating a merch t-shirt to fill that gap, right? If, it, if the, yeah, phrase, if the no. phrase would look good on a t-shirt... There you go. And and you don't You're have to pay any, right. you don't have to pay anything to do that. You just make that your product description and put it out there and see what happens. It doesn't cost you anything. So it's just learning to think that way. Think keyword first instead of marrying the pig and putting lipstick on it and trying to sell it to the world. You go to the world first and say, "Hey, what are you guys looking for that you can't find?" And the, the way we illustrated it in the past as well that I think really helps drive this point home. I'll let you start talking again here in a minute, but you know, if if you were given the option to walk into Let's say you're, you're tasked with selling as much as you can on Amazon. That's your task. As many products, as many of them as you can, and you have two doors you can go into. Behind one door is a room full of possible products that you could consider selling. Behind the other door is a room full of Amazon shoppers. Which door would you go in? If you're smart, you go into the room full of Amazon shoppers, and you say, hey, guys, what are you looking for that you can't find? Right? That's what we teach. Instead of going into the room full of products and looking through all of them trying to find one that works. That's what most people do. We teach you to go into the room full of shoppers and say, hey, guys, what are you looking for that you just can't find? It's not that hard to do. It's actually way easier. It's way more fun. That's how you develop your own brand. That's how you develop your own niche where no one even knows what you're doing and competition can't even find you. But go ahead, man. What else you got for us? This is fun. Oh, well, you know, um, I think that uh, one of the things that uh, kind of gets pushed down to the back a lot when we're talking about merch is um, some other platforms. Um, if you And I'm just now starting up on a couple other platforms, but if you are uh, you know, waiting for your merch account to be approved or you are, uh, you know, you're sitting and you already have your 10 designs up and you're waiting for uh, Amazon to move you into the next tier, don't just sit on your laurels and, and stop working. Definitely keep producing designs. Uh, the, the two platforms I'm using most right now that uh, are pretty easy to, to jump on. There isn't a waiting list, so you can start selling immediately. Now, uh, they don't have quite as much organic traffic as Amazon because no one does, but uh, those two platforms are Redbubble and TeePublic. And Redbubble and TeePublic are uh, are neat because they allow you to sell not just shirts, but other products as well. So they'll, they'll take your, your design and they'll put it on uh, hats and clocks and cell phone cases and leggings and and all sorts of things and cool. and that's i mean and really i'd say you know maybe 2% of my 
income, you know, from the print on demand and and the online designs that I'm marketing and stuff are coming from those two platforms. But it, it's still, you know, a few extra dollars. And when, once we scale it up more, I, you know, I want to definitely keep those as part of my portfolio because, you know, as you know, with, with FBA, sometimes Amazon, you know, it, it's their playground. And so if they were to suspend my merch account for some reason, they decide that, uh, you know, one of my designs is too close to something that's trademarked and they don't want to give me a second chance and they take that away. Uh, you know, I want to have something uh, to kind of fall back on and for all that work to just not be gone. Yeah, love it. That's great. And for the listener who does, who's unsure, you can, if let's say you were to lose your Amazon selling account, that's separate from your merch selling account. I've yet to hear of someone who had both suspended simultaneously. Someone may lose their merch account for an accidental copyright violation. I have heard they're way more unforgiving on the merch side. Like once you lose your merch account, there's no appeal process from what I've heard. It's like, you're gone. They, they've got way more sellers than they need. They're rolling it there. Once you lose it, have you heard anything different than that? You know, I've heard of like two people actually getting their account back after maybe a, a month or two of, you know, strong appeals. Unfortunately, the the merch like customer support is uh, a way smaller team than they right. have, uh, you, know, right. you know, people who are they're trying to service to. And so it's far less forgiving. Uh, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like what, you know, if, if you're selling on Amazon and you're, you're doing some FBA and that sort of thing, and you, you accidentally sell some product that you shouldn't have or whatever, and you get suspended temporarily 95% of the time, if you go through the process, you get your account back within a short amount of time. And we've covered this in past episodes. There's even insurance to cover that gap of time because we know it's probably going to get turned back on 95% of the time. Well, whereas with merch, it's probably like just the opposite. Like, You've got a 90% chance of never getting it back if you lose it. So be careful with merch. Make sure you, you tread carefully. Uh, but we'll have great resources in the show notes as well for you guys, everything we've mentioned today and any of the products we come up with. As this merch thing kind of matures and, and stabilizes, I'm excited to have you back on, maybe Chris back on, and some people from our community. They're doing great things. But again, you know, from my vantage point, and I think you'd agree, Johnny, this is a great spoke in a multiple income stream strategy. It's just not quite there yet to rely on it. And, and the, one of the biggest reasons is you're not growing a repeat buyer audience. There's no way to go to those people who bought your 4th of July shirts and say, hey, everybody, get on my list. If you grow your list first, now that's some of the exciting stuff that Brett and I are talking about right now with Facebook, where you actually grow your audience first. And then you say, hey, guys, we've got a cool T-shirt. Go check it out. That's great. That's where you're kind of adding merch on as a strategy. So I think there's some opportunity there um, as well. And, and one last question for you, unless you have something else to add, I think we can kind of end here. But have you done anything yet? Chris and I spent some time talking in the first segment about this, but have you done anything yet where you approach influencers or organizations that could really use the help? Like they don't have a merch account yet. So the pitch writes itself. It's like, hey, I'm approved for merch. You aren't. Let's partner up. Here's some T-shirt designs I had made to propose. I'll share the profits. All you have to do is tell your audience about them. They're on Amazon right now. Go check it out. You know, I mean, have you, you know, done anything like that yet? Uh, you know, I haven't really. I, in, in the smallest capacity, um, uh, one of the people that goes to church with me, they run a nonprofit. And so, and they're always looking for uh, fundraiser opportunities. And they, you know, have all these fundraisers. And uh, I'd seen them coming, you know, to these fundraisers with boxes and boxes of shirts that say, you know, Cargo Ranch. Uh, you know, 2017, you know, fundraiser rodeo or whatever. Right. And I said, hey, you know, and rather than buying a hundred shirts and then hoping they sell, you know, you could just 
put these designs up on Amazon and and then send out a flyer that says like you know buy a shirt put a flyer with it and says, hey, if you want to help us out in our fundraising, you can buy one of these shirts on Amazon. You can pick what color you want, what size you want, and then Amazon will ship it to you. And then, uh, and basically, any, any shirt sales that go on that, I give them you know, 100% of the proceeds uh, from those because you know, it's fundraising it. for them. Yeah, that's great. That's a good example. I mean, those opportunities are everywhere. Absolutely. They really are. I mean, you know, talking to influencers and groups that have already formed or even Facebook groups. You know, we've got people approaching our group. 37,000 people and they'll say, hey, I'll make a merch shirt for you guys. I'm like, hmm, you know, we could kind of do that on our own. We've got a merch account. But I would say 95% of the big Facebook groups out there, the gatekeeper, the admins of that group don't have a merch account. Propose one. Oh, man. You know, make them a can't lose, a no lose proposal. So, hey, I'd love to be the guy that splits the t-shirts with profits with you. Here they are. What do you think? Here's some designs I made. All you got to do is say you like these designs and I'm going to start sending you some money. What do you think? Are oh, you, yeah, that's Right? That's brilliant. You know, just, just approach approach anyone who's got an audience. You know, the leaders of all these tribes out there. Uh, it's a beautiful model. So, well, hey, Johnny, this was awesome, man. It's a great uh, way to wrap up this topic for our first dive into merch is to have someone who's actually making a few bucks doing it. And um, like I said, all the resources, listener, will be at silentgym.com slash podcast. And I apologize if there's a little background noise today. We've got some work going on around my office. I don't know if the mic picked up on that or not, a little humming and noise and activity, but that's what you've come to expect. This is real life at the Cockrum household straight from my home office, man. So no dogs barking today. That was a bonus. Uh, But uh, hey, Johnny, I appreciate you, man, and you and your beautiful family out there in uh, Oklahoma. Say hello to Bethany for us, and uh, God bless you guys. Hey, you, are you coming to CES this year? I can't remember. You know, I'm not going to be able to make it to CES this year. Oh, um, okay. I had a great time in Nashville last year. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I, I will definitely be uh, catching up on those videos when they come out for sure. Oh, awesome. Yeah, we videotape every event we do now, and, and uh, those, those always are very popular hits. So sorry you can't make it, but we'll see you next time. And, but hey, listener, thank you for spending a little bit of time with us today on merch, on this extended bonus session with one of our moderators for the My Silent Team Facebook group. We'll stick a link to that in the show notes too. It's free, guys. Come hang out with a bunch of cool people doing cool stuff online, sharing their ideas openly. Johnny's just one of our great moderators who's in there all the time helping us out and sharing what he knows. So uh, be sure to say hey to him and thank him when you stop by the Facebook group. But um, I think we'll wrap it up right here. And if you guys want more merch chat, let me know. If this is a topic you want to dive a little deeper on, if you've got some questions about merch, we're talking about it all the time. It's one of those popular topics in my silent team Facebook group right now. So we're happy to help you out and, and share what we know. Johnny, thanks for your time. Listener, thank hey. you for your time. And uh, God bless you guys. I love doing this. I love being behind this microphone. We'll keep bringing you great guests like Johnny, and we'll keep doing this. Until next time, this is Jim signing out, Silent Sales Machine Radio. <laughs>